0: You're listening to Run Hard, Mom
1: Hard, presented by Treeline Journal and hosted by Nikki Parnell and Steph Weniger. We're here looking at the ins and outs of what it takes to be a mother who runs ultra marathons. We'll dive in to the challenges mothers face while training and
0: racing ultras as we share and hear stories of motherhood and life from the trails.
1: We hope to be a resource and encouragement to women who are balancing life with kids and all the miles. It's no easy task. We know what goes on behind the scenes while a mom prepares for a long run or race day. Sick kids, lack of sleep, low energy, minimal time, mom guilt, etc. But women keep showing up again and again to run, take care of themselves, and show this sport new levels
0: of strength and grit. We want to be here to celebrate and inspire each other to run
1: hard, find our inner mom strength, and show our kids that so much is possible. Welcome to another episode of Run Hard, Mom Hard. This week, we have our first returning guest, Renee Jacobs. But before that, Nikki, what's going on in your life? (laughs) Oh, well, I am... Let's see.
0: I mean, things are good. I just, this last weekend, went back to Oregon by myself solo little trip. Um, I mean, it was quick and I, I went back to be in one of my friends' weddings. Um, and yeah, she just had a small, uh, outside ceremony. And, um, so I went to Oregon and kind of got to do some, some bridesmaids things, which was fun. And, um, I got to, stay on one of my friend's, uh, farms. Um, I camped oh, after the wedding. Yeah. And that was really fun, like waking up there and it was so peaceful. And I, I mean, I guess overall, like I just had a, a great time, uh, by myself.
1: Yeah. Got to recharge <laughs> a little.
0: Yes. I mean, even like the seven hour drive, mm-hmm. uh, there and back, like it was nice just to be in my own head and be left there, uh, yeah. to be in my head. Cause yeah. that is just rare when the kids are around. <laughs> um, so I just, it was really refreshing and it was nice and it was just fun to be with friends and, um, we floated the river at one point, which mm-hmm. is like a huge bend activity. Um, mm-hmm. and so like the, the bridal party did that and there's like okay. rapids at one point and
1: it was oh. just, you know, just so it wasn't like a peaceful, again. like slow moving river.
0: It is, but oh, except
1: for this one one point. point. Got it. Yeah. Okay. And they
0: have, Perfect. they have a section in the river that's, um, you can surf on if you're like okay. a surfer. So you just practice on one wave. Got it. Um, but yeah, Definitely. so it was really, it was really good for the soul. Good. And yeah, I got to listen to podcasts and got to listen to, um, uh, the coop cast with yeah. Stacy Sims on it and Um, it's called women are not small men. And we kind of talk a little bit about that. Renee brings up that book, uh, Mm -hmm. Stacy Sims book that she just read. So I thought that was really funny. Yeah. Yeah. So it was nice to listen to things and learn.
1: And, uh, anyway, that's, that's where I'm at. What about you, Steph? I actually had kind of a similar, um, weekend this past weekend. So my mother-in-law took my, so took Joanna to the lake with her cousin Ella. So we just had Amelia, Aaron and I did, and we took the camper down to a lake near us. Um So we just had Amelia one night and then, or Friday night, and then Saturday, uh, Aaron thought he had to go work, so he left, and Amelia slept until 9.15, and he came Whoa. back right away. I know, normally she that both girls are up really early, but they, she was tired. He came back right away because of some complications with work stuff. And, um, so he slept and I just read for like three hours in oh bed in the camper and I had <gasps> coffee. Like it was so peaceful. Uh. And then it was so nice. And normally I don't get to read that long. And I'm, mm-hmm. um, I'm reading, uh, Midnight Sun, which is like, Twilight, but it's an Edwards point of view. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. Fangirling a little bit because I read those books so fast. <laughs>
0: anyway. Oh yeah. Um,
1: that, wow, that brings me back. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's to a high good, school. Yeah. I know. It's a good book and I enjoy reading them. It's nice to kind of just like, Hey, there is nothing
0: wrong with reading a fantasy novel here and yes. there. It's
1: like yes. nice to just kind of escape
0: yeah. normal life. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so. Then Saturday night, I, um, had a girls night with a, a girlfriend of mine and Erin took Amelia to the camper. And then it was just my friend and I staying at the camper. So we went out and we got dressed up and we went to eat. And it was just a really nice, relaxing night. I had my first Moscow mule, never mm. had one before. Mm. They're delicious. They are. Yeah. Yes. So, um, that is so fun. Yeah. I mean, it's just,
0: it's just <sighs> nice to like be with people. I, yeah. cause I it, it, it's been a weird year. And I mean, I felt very similar. It's like with friends, it's just, mm-hmm. I don't know. Nice to be in person and, and not
1: through screens and technology, yeah. you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And actually this weekend we are heading up North, um, for 10 days with the camper and the girls this Just this weekend, um, my dad's side is going to be all up there. So it'll be a Lewison reunion, which will be so much fun because I only see him pretty much every other year. So now we get to see him twice this year, which is going to be so much fun. We always have fun. Um, And then I have my 50K on Tuesday. Yeah, I know. I want to hear about how that goes. Yeah,
0: you will. We will. We will discuss it in depth. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So. Well, Good. But anyway, um, we're going to skip our favorite things this week. It's really hard finding things like Nikki. I think Nikki has said something about this where we use the same things over and over again. Yeah. We're simple. We don't have a lot of stuff. (laughs) Yeah. So if you want to give us some recommendations on things to try, that'd be great. Yeah. So, So we'll get into it. This week again, like I said, we have Renee Jacobs. She is a returning guest. She was on episode eight back in May, where she talked about getting the FKT for the California 14ers. She's pretty awesome. Um <laughs> and, to say the and least.
0: we weren't necessarily planning on having a returning guest, but <laughs> spontaneously Renee just went and did another really cool FKT and yes. we needed to hear about it. Yeah. It turns out, yeah, she is the first woman to have a time on the high, the Sierra high route. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like 195 miles on and off trail adventure through the Sierra Nevadas. And we get to hear about what that's like.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we get to talk, um, we talk about her headspace and tricks to staying positive, um, all the planning that goes into doing an FKT and how much time she took planning the route and figuring out which, which path to take, especially when you're not going on a trail. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it was a very, it's a really mm-hmm. good conversation.
0: Yeah. And how to train as a mom during yeah. COVID. Yes. You know, because that added some extra element Mm -hmm. of challenge and surprise Mm -hmm. and yeah, it's, she's amazing. And she's, she just does it. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. She radiates positivity. (laughs)
0: I'll do it. She's such a good voice for that. And just like women can do whatever they put their minds to. So give it a listen. Hi, Renee. How are you doing today?
2: Hi, guys. Great. Yeah. Um, besides being a little tired, other than that, <laughs> really good. It's good to talk to you guys again.
1: Oh, yeah. It's We're so excited good. to have you back.
0: I know. It's so fun seeing you and, and talking. Um, yeah. So we first talked to you back in May um, on episode eight, and a lot has changed since then. Well, um, or, or I guess I don't know. I guess you can tell us if a lot has changed since then. <laughs> but um yeah. yeah. How how is motherhood these
2: days? How are you? Oh well it's I I mean I'd say it just keeps getting a little bit easier and easier and which is you know what they all say and you expect it and, and luckily it's actually happening. we <laughs> so just turned three.
0: Okay. And
2: um and so I don't know. He's just a fun little kid now and, and all of the like insane infancy stuff is long gone. And thanks, thankfully, I'm not dealing with that like you guys are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. It's a lot.
0: It is a lot. Yeah. 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 The little, little babies, it, how, you know, they're, they're so, sweet and cuddly and easy in some ways, because they're not as like running around as much. But then, but then it's also, I think that time is really wearing too. just like lack of sleep or weird sleep. And um, yeah, I, it is fun having toddlers that are <laughs> really kind of like real people,
2: you know? <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like we, we just hung out today, you know, we went to the airport and then went to the pump track and we we're just hanging out all day, you know, it's just, yeah, it's fun.
0: So fun. <laughs> it's is he fun. really into planes? That's why you went to the airport.
2: Oh my God. You have no idea. This kid, he'll like see an airplane coming in for a landing and he's like, Oh, you know, that's a, I don't know, Cessna Citation X. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you know this? Yeah. Well, it's sure enough. I mean, we, we look at the tail numbers in, in Google and it tells you what the airplane is. And, you know, sure enough, he's right. So that's how we figured out, like, over time, we play this game of, like, looking up the tail numbers. And he figures out what all the airplanes are. And he loves it. That's
1: awesome. <laughs> that is well, we so love cool. Planes too.
2: Oh, yeah. 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 So, I mean, living in a little town, like, you guys probably have the same thing. You can actually go to the airport mm-hmm. and see these little airplanes landing. And it's like, you know, there's no security. You just, mm-hmm. you know, you can just go and check it out. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, yeah it's really yeah. fun we and actually our- had we had a crop duster come over our house and so we were standing like on our driveway and it was just right in front of us this massive nice. plane that just kept going nice. back and forth oh that's perfect she,
2: yeah yeah she loved it
1: hours of entertainment I know yeah
2: that's
0: the same way and and he's flown quite a bit in his life and so He's got like, you know, those wing badges that the captain oh. of will give them. And
1: oh. I mean, he,
0: he just can't wait till we fly again. And I I hope we can fly again soon. But, yeah. but we do yeah. have a cool airport in Bend where um there's like a restaurant that has a balcony. So you can eat um and then watch the planes come in. It's so fun. That's
2: cool. That's sweet. Yeah,
0: it's nice. nice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, and so, um, okay. So he's almost three. What, what is, um, running and momming looking like these days? Yeah. And, and I'm wondering where you're at with, um, last time we talked with you, you, um, you just were talking about how it was a, quite a transition for you to go from career woman to stay at home mom. And I'm wondering how you're, how that's going these days.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting because when I decided to transition to stay at home mom, I always thought that maybe right around now would be the time that I would be thinking about going back to the career. And so that, you know, it's like he's starting to, his life is more about being with other kids. You know, he likes being with other kids and, you know, I I can sense that maybe around the corner that, um, that I might be going back to a career and yeah. letting him, you know, get back into school and stuff.
1: How, how does yeah.
2: That feel? Yeah. <gasps> you know it's well, on one hand, it feels like almost like when you're in high school trying to pick your college and your, you know, your major and all that stuff, like you have, um, a lot of, I feel like I have a lot of options and I'm trying to like I could go back to what I was doing before, or I could do like a totally new thing, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. Maybe maybe this is a chance to just start over and do something else that you know I've been passionate about. So.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: I I'm, there are
0: a lot of possibilities
2: out there. You're not stuck
0: on one track.
2: Yeah, yeah, and it, it just seems like when you're actually like in a job, and I don't know, it's scary to quit. It's scary to like you know, give up your your income and security and you know it's working and yeah it's it's a little bit scarier to kind of try something new <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah well <laughs> gosh you could do anything Renee <laughs> <I know>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. you yeah. are an awesome mom and you're so smart <laughs> so yeah. I know anything that you put your mind to you're gonna do great at well, the, yeah, yeah.
2: I at least am good at getting obsessive about stuff. I can like, you know, like I can get really, you know, like you'll learn about it. I'm gonna it. do this. Yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> if you don't know it. You'll learn yeah. It. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> keep going. Well, I was just gonna say, I know I get to hear a lot more about you guys since you do the podcast. So, yeah. <laughs> like, I kind of already know where you guys are and <laughs> what yeah. you've been up to.
0: I know. Sometimes friends will say that. They'll be like, oh, I was missing you this morning. So I listened to a podcast. And, right. I don't and even need to better. see you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's like, no, I still want to see you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's funny. I was actually thinking of you guys out there a couple of times. Um <laughs> One of them is I found this amazing new book that I wanted to tell you guys about. Yeah. yeah. um so the it's called roar by stacy sims have you heard of it i just listened to a podcast
0: with stacy sims on the Coopcast. nice yeah that's That's how you you were talking about yes women are not small men
2: yes that's it yeah it is amazing and i and i discovered it via a friend at just the right time because it helped so much with this FKT, <laughs> well, <laughs> it just, yeah, it was amazing. So I didn't have to get it. Yeah, is it like just because
0: it's uplifting, or like how did it help? Was like because of your training, like training in accordance to your cycle, or, or
2: yeah, well, so it was a little bit too late to to do the training, but um, I mean, just as it turns out, you know, you have to plan these things months in advance, and I'm working around other people's schedules. And I'm going to start my period basically like on the day I start or, you know, like right around then. Yeah. And so I'm the whole time I'm just like, you know, God damn it. What the hell? This is going to be awful. And then, and then I discover Stacey Sims book and she's like, no, the timing is great. You know, you're going to be more coordinated. You're going to, you know, have more energy. And like, how have I not figured all of this stuff out? I'm like 40 something years old and I, don't know all of this yet. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. I know it's like as women we should know,
0: but right, exactly. Well, yeah, it's
2: wow. That's yeah, so awesome. but also the food. Um, I I have never figured out. I've never put two in together. Why sometimes I eat like you know 200 calories an hour, and some other times I eat 300 calories an hour, and it, it's like all related to the cycle and it's amazing.
0: Yeah, when you need more versus when you don't need as much, maybe. Yeah, and-
2: when you're, you're apparently your luteal phase, you're more, uh, you want more, um, like glucose. So you're more carb dependent. So mm-hmm. you need more carbs in your luteal phase and I'm gonna have know, to, it's amazing.
0: Yeah. 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 I am. <laughs> I, I, that is so cool you brought that up because yeah. it, that's been in my mind. Like I literally just listened to that podcast on Friday and, and it's just been, I've been thinking about it a lot since then.
2: It's so, yeah, it's so good. It's one of those things that I, yeah, I, I've, I've been listening to and I can't put it down. It's so good.
1: Oh, I'm in good. the middle of a book right now, but after that, I'm going to read that one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. I'm,
0: I'm thinking yeah. about how I could get it because. Um. Yeah, we're in Idaho this summer, Renee, and oh yeah, we really get mail. That's like the problem, and so then you know, there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of bookstores or like options. You know, I don't know, but I'll have to I'll well, have to look into how yeah,
1: I get an iPad or something.
2: I do, I do,
1: but you I like to
2: underline.
1: Yeah. You know, yeah.
2: That's I know. the thing that like I'm doing audiobooks because it's so much easier to squeeze it into life. True. But you don't have the the paper, the underlining, yeah. the yeah. bookmarking and, and dog earing. And yeah,
0: like, mm-hmm. oh, I want to go back to that, you know. So, yeah,
1: you can highlight on the app, but it's not the same as like looking through it. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Renee, you
0: can you tell us? about what you just did <laughs> yeah
2: yeah well I'll try because it's one of those things that like you know I um I talk to running friends and try to explain you know what it's like to do the Sierra High Route and you know no one really like if you haven't actually done a lot of you know off-country or or um off-trail travel in the Sierra it's hard to really describe it you know like like some people have never actually attempted to run on Talus before, you know, and like, <laughs> like mm-hmm. what is what exactly is Talus versus Scree? And you know, um, so basically the Sierra High Route, um, there's this 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 guy named Steve Roper, and he's just a Sierra wanderer, and so he knows all of these like, you know, amazing beautiful places that have no trails and um, and the passes to link the you know, between them. And his idea was, well, you know, the JMT, you end up being in like low country, not very scenic a lot of times. And so he was like, well, I'd rather create a route where it's kind of like the JMT where you get a tour of the Sierra, but you stay as high as possible and you get to experience the mountains, like, you know, all of the views and, um, And instead of kind of being in the valley, you're up high. And so Mm -hmm. he called his, he wrote a book and he called his route, the Sierra high route. And so it tends to be something that like, um, like the more mountaineering oriented people get excited about or experienced backpackers that kind of want like, you know, the next challenge. So like maybe somebody has been backpacking for a long time or they've done the JMT and they want to like, you know, just push it a little bit and do something a little harder. And so I, the first time I had heard about the Sierra high route was a long time ago, like probably 20 years ago or so from a girlfriend at, you know, like she was my climbing buddy and she introduced me to the Sierra high route. And I mean, I just, it's been on my list ever since. So yeah. And and I just decided like, and I realized that it was an FKT, like it was on the FKT site. And mm-hmm. so It was like, okay, that's it. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do it as an FKT. That's, you know, and just, and one, (laughs) one reason that I've never gotten it done before is because it is just, I mean, it's a long route. And Mm -hmm. if you were to like do a traditional backpack of it, you know, it would be like a week or if not more, like you would, you know, it would take a long time. So it's hard to, to find time to do that in life Mm -hmm. and um and if you do it as fast as possible it takes less time so (laughs) So, yep (laughs) like yeah (laughs) just maybe more training (laughs) right exactly it's it's a lot harder in the moment and a lot more training but um but yeah you can actually do it instead of never getting the chance to do it yeah Yeah. well
1: how how long was it
2: so it's a little under 200 miles and half of it is off trail. And wow. uh, so that means, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the cool thing is, I mean, if you do a lot of off trail stuff in the Sierra, some of it is just, just horrible, <laughs> awful, slow, tedious, you know, obnoxious stuff. And I think, um, Roper did a really good job of linking together some nice cross country terrain, so like there's even some of the cross country terrain is more runnable than than some of the trails. It's really you know just like grassy meadows with meandering creeks and you know just like dreamy country and um and so yeah, you can actually run a lot of the off trail stuff okay well, yeah, so
1: it's not all just like slow and climbing over rocks and Right, although there, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, so there is some of that, yeah, <laughs> like, like like one section in particular, um there's like rocks that are literally bigger than bigger than my sprinter van, and you know, you're just like it's a hands and feet, the whole bo- full body experience, like climbing over these massive rocks of just like <laughs> like you'. Tiny little ant, you know. Oh my <laughs> gosh!
0: Oh my gosh! Yeah. That is so cool. Um. Well, yeah. so I was wondering. I looked on the fastest known time website, and
2: there were no woman times. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of women have attempted it, okay, and have not have not done it, have not finished for a variety of reasons. Okay. And there's um and it happens to men too there's a ton of like i when I, I was doing recon trips this summer uh to help you know like just make myself faster during the fkt and i would you know run into and talk to people that were doing the route and you know like like tons of people were like whoa you know really you're going to do that i i couldn't do it i have to turn around i'm you know I, i'm not going to make it so it's something that a lot of people um i think because it is um, it appeals to backpackers and that maybe have never had the experience before. They don't necessarily, um, uh, no, no, they don't, uh, they get in, a lot of people get in over their heads with this route.
1: Did it, okay. did it kind of, did it make you want to do it more? But-
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so that's, well, <laughs> <and> <laughs> yeah, so that's part of it is like, you know, there should be a woman on, on this, on this page, mm-hmm. like, there there's you know there should be a female number on this page yeah um Absolutely. but also so all of the men's times are are for something right like like leor was four and a half days and this this one guy the david iologist that just mm-hmm. that just finished is like you know four days and 11 hours or something so i really wanted my number to start with four that was the other thing that was like <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah. I want to do it in under five days because, because that's, that's, you know, yeah, that's the, the number that the guys have done. Oh my yeah. gosh. And so what, what was your time? So it ended up being five or seven minutes shy of five days. And okay. I was literally okay. sprinting at the end down thousands of feet of trail to try oh my to gosh. get it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, we're close.
2: Yeah, no, I when I hit the trail, it was seven miles of trail. When I hit the trail, it was, you know, I've done that trail before it was runnable trail all downhill. And I calculated the whole time I was calculating my head, like, what my pace has to be to get the five to get it below five hours. And I'm like, I'm not going to make it. No, I'm going to make it. No, I'm not going to make it. Oh my, oh my Your God. Your engineer
0: brain is just yeah. like making the calculations. Yeah. Wow. That is amazing. Renee. That's
2: amazing.
1: Yeah. Congratulations.
2: Was, yeah. Thank you. It was really, it, I mean, it was in a, like, I don't know, fun, horrible, you know, all, everything. It was a pretty cool experience.
0: Yeah. So what what you'd expect, I think,
2: right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And so was this endeavor supported or unsupported? Yeah. So I got really, really excited about doing it supported because the route crosses uh, Tioga Pass in Yosemite. And it also goes through, um, it's devil's post pile is this place right outside of Mammoth Lakes, which, um, oh. yeah, if you're not from California, you may or not have heard of these places, but basically they're roads. So I was like, wow, I'm going to be crossing roads. And if I got somebody to drive my sprinter van, I could sleep in the sprinter and and go even faster and not carry any, you know, overnight gear. Mm-hmm. And then, so that took care of two of the nights, and then the other two nights were backcountry nights. And originally, my husband was going to hike in and meet me with overnight gear, and so yeah, I just got excited about the the whole idea of of just running with a, a you know, my normal day pack.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. A little lighter, yeah. a lot lighter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Right, and would help you when you have to scramble over those huge boulders and. Yeah. You
2: know, yeah 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 for sure and a lot of times I was thinking of that like I did some stuff that was a little bit more technical just for the sake of of uh doing a slightly sh- like a shortcut and um and if I had a huge pack on my back like I couldn't have done this stuff as easily Yeah. so yeah it helped yeah. in a lot of ways
1: so what was sorry like gonna start from the beginning what was your prep like with you know, planning all of this stuff and get making sure you have everybody at the right locations at the right. Yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> as you might imagine, you know, I've been planning this for months
2: mm-hmm. and of course coronavirus changed. Like originally, you know, grandparents were going to help and they could watch Tyler and my husband could come in and help me. And then of course, like, well, now that with coronavirus, you know, the grandparents can't watch my mm-hmm. kid and so, my husband has to watch my kid and and I ended up finding you know some a friend that would substitute for my husband <laughs> and you know it just um yeah, so it was kind of like the the same thing with the fourteeners i I basically planned this whole support team like it ended up being like three different times i you know had to like completely scramble to yeah and and yeah, you can imagine it's just working with everyone's schedules and um <laughs> permits and everything else. It's that part is not fun at all.
1: Yeah. What permits do so, you have to
2: get? Well, so because I wanted somebody to come in to support me in, you know, I, on those two nights in the back country, I had to get overnight permits for, you know, those, the, the support team. But also now, of course I had to get a permit for myself but then you also have to now get a permit just to drive into Yosemite because of the coronavirus. They're, like, oh. restricting the number of cars that can get into Yosemite. Oh. It's crazy. Okay. So, yeah, so I ended up having, like, I mean, I I, I spent multiple hundreds of dollars on, on permit reservations because I didn't know exactly what day I was going to start. Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was oh. crazy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't even think, think about remit.
2: permits. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and if you're not, like, I, the rest of the country is not nearly as bad as California. I mean, there are some other, obviously some other places like Yellowstone, some really popular places where, that you have to deal with a lot of permits and quotas, but it's insane. You have to wake up at like 12 a.m. and log onto your computer to make reservations for trailheads and, and you may or may not get it. It's just, ugh, oh, it's awful. It's painful. Wow,
1: wow. I'm sure. So then you're worried too, cause it's like, what if, no, you don't get something or right,
2: exactly.
0: Yeah. Right. Like getting everybody in their places. Yeah. And,
2: in, in the car, the support car and yeah, goodness gracious. That's, yeah. yeah. Okay. And so that part, the, if anything, I'm now, <laughs> I'm now kind of jaded on the whole support thing and I'm like, that's it. I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to do it self-supported <laughs> or, or unsupported from now on.
1: So that means you have more FKTs in the future, <laughs> right? <Of course>. yeah.
0: <laughs> she probably has something up her sleeve right now. Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Can't tell until the week before or whatever.
0: Yeah. And so, <laughs> what was the training like? Um, were you? Was it as vigorous as when you did the California
2: Fourteeners? well the one thing that was different is i it, it's not as technical the the route is like third class fourth class at at most like only fourth class because i i took some like shortcuts that didn't have to be made um and, and um like so the california 14ers there's you know fifth class stuff so i was climbing in my training last year but I wasn't I didn't climb at all this year partly because of the coronavirus and you know hanging out with a climbing partner you know and and in a busy crag or you know like climbing is just not um not really as good of an idea right now with coronavirus Yeah, yeah I mean so sense. Yeah. So I haven't been climbing at all. So in that sense, it was easier because it was like a whole other modality that I just could cut out, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But then the, the other big thing is like, um, back to backs were to me really important this year. So long runs back to back Mm -hmm. just because you're kind of doing more like more consistent, you know, you, you, um not there's not as many breaks in between for the for this one yeah so yeah, yeah those you, did have the, of...
1: you had that time when you were driving between the mountains last
2: time. yeah exactly and also like I rode my bike up up white instead of instead of running so mm-hmm. I had like a whole like do not know <gasps> multi-sport thing going on that helped break yeah. it helped break it up and it wasn't as like running heavy yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And so were you
0: able to run most of this FKT? I mean, I know there were the scrambling sections, which would be slow, but you did yeah. still run a lot on this.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um And so, of course, there's some trail that's not runnable just because it's too rocky or mm-hmm. too steep. So I can't say that I could run, you know, so 50, I know 50% of it was trail. I know I didn't run all of that trail. But most of that trail, and then there was definitely some cross country that I was able to run. So yeah, for sure, at least fifty percent was okay. running. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh, it's so cool. I, it, I I saw your
0: pictures on Strava. And oh yeah. It's insanely beautiful. Yeah, it is. Oh,
2: yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, that's the other thing that the like I've so I've done the JMT and the Sierra High Route now, and the Sierra High Route is just Above and beyond, the, the scenery is amazing. It's mm-hmm. spectacular, and the other cool thing is that you're not there with like hundreds of other people. The sure. T is so overrun with people, you can't mm-hmm. even like, you know, you don't even feel like you can go pee off the trail mm-hmm. or you know whatever. And, like, it's really bad. And versus the this year a high route, I mean, you know, I would go for like not 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 days but you know i'm trying to think if there was a day that i didn't see anybody that's probably not true but for sure like at least half a day i didn't see anybody okay. yeah a
1: lot okay. less
2: people yeah which a is lot good for people. corona
1: right now too the covid oh, yeah it's Yeah. probably yeah, good to be more definitely. isolated yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 did you get lonely i guess you saw some of your support yeah. at least at the night but during the yeah. day did you get lonely
2: no. And I think um, I think that helped a lot was like seeing somebody, you know, every night and every morning or whatever before I headed out. That was um, that was key. But then also um, I had an in with me mm-hmm. and I welcomed messages. I had a whole system um, where I could actually, you know, look at my messages without stopping, basically. So it wasn't slowing me down and I had messages from, from home, you know, people just being like, you know, like, wow, well, you know, you're getting close. It's great. Or friends like bringing back memories fr- of like, you know, like, you know, I remember when we were there and, you know, and it's like, you know, just thinking about you, all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. So
2: yeah. So I felt like there were people with me because of my, my inreach, so, you know, just like at least,
1: you know, Virtually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so nice. Good motivation and support.
2: Yeah, no, for sure. Oh, my God. Let me tell you about. So one night I was on a trail. Speaking of trails that you can't run. I was on a trail that I was expecting to be able to run. It had been too long, apparently, since I had been on this trail. And I forgot how technical and rocky it was. And so I was it was like my last push to get into camp. And it was dark. And I was just like, you know, when you expect to be done an hour before you're done. And it just yes. becomes a complete, like you just lose it. You, oh, yeah. you don't have the motivation or the strength. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I was in that space <laughs> and I get a message from a girlfriend who's like, you know, I'm just sending a lot. I just wanted to share with you, you know, there's a a mama on Facebook that, that like is, you know, following your adventure. And she just said like, you know, I'm so glad to have a, a, you know, a mom that, that's inspiring as you. And I just like, I just put this big smile on my face. I'm like, this is exactly why I'm here. Mm-hmm. And it just helps so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Aww. I love that. I, I know I do too. <laughs> because it's so true. It's like you're doing this big thing and it, and it can very easily. I mean, I mean, I'm sure like on that night when you're tired and you've already been through a lot, it's like, why am I even doing this? But it's like, you are bringing such a, a good light to this route for woman, the sport of woman being, you know, doing these big endeavors and moms. You I mean, say. of course, I mean, yeah, we'd love talking to you about this stuff. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. well, and-
2: yeah thing. your podcast is like the perfect venue for like I you know I want to connect with moms and be like don't give up you know like, mm-hmm. yeah. like, like it's you know it's hard but it's possible yeah. Keep yeah.
0: Doing. I <laughs> yeah
2: yeah yeah yeah
0: I love that let's see so there were oh gosh four nights you said
2: four nights. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, exactly four nights. And yeah. did
0: you sleep much? And also, you had said yeah. your husband was going to backpack in to meet you. Yeah. Did your friend do that?
2: Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had a friend that carried an overnight gear for the okay. two of us, as well as you know, food for my mm-hmm. resupply. Okay. Um, yeah, exactly. And so, um, and he, I mean, he was amazing. You know, he like stayed up. Um, until I got there to cook me dinner and then he woke up with me in the morning. So he was, you know, getting sleep deprived also. Um, but it was, yeah, it was just great to have somebody like, okay, so here's another really fantastic story. (laughs) Like the first, the first night when I was meeting him in, you know, for a camp at Lake Italy is, is the spot. Um, Mm -hmm. it was, you know, I, I reached like the last climb, the top of the last climb right at sunset. And so I was doing the descent in the dark and, you know, eventually like we could see our, each other's headlamps. Like that was our, you know, like we're just looking for each other's headlamps to like connect in the middle of this, you know, the wilderness. And, and I had my headphones in because it like I was using music for like, you know, for motivation when, Mm -hmm. you know, when I really needed it. Mm -hmm. And I, (laughs) I had Daft Punk playing in my, in my yeah. headphones and uh-huh. his headlamp started strobing like, like, and there was like this disco party in my head in oh the middle of the wilderness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like running and and dancing <laughs> in my head all the way to camp. It's so sweet. Oh, oh my gosh. I, I love, love that. Too. Too. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's like, those are the moments that are getting you through, you know, yeah. and yeah, just yeah, being exactly. it
2: fun. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's not the, the whole, yeah, it's yeah. You'd like, there's these fantastic, Highs that you experience sometimes, yeah.
1: <laughs> I, uh,
2: so oh my gosh!
1: I'll listen to music sometimes in my headphones, and I'll be, you know, running on the road, and I'm like going off like the road into the, you know, <laughs> or whatever. And I'm like, hey, there's cars driving by. Maybe I shouldn't. Dance right now, but <laughs> at least you're alone in the dark, and you can do what you want to.
2: <laughs> yes. No. Yeah. Exactly. So uncoordinated. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So <laughs> um, yeah.
1: So you, did you like, yeah you. Did you a lot.
2: Only when I was having uh, you know, when I was tired or just kind of over it, I would put in my music. Um, yeah. And I did. I had. I think it was. I used them twice. Okay. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. that's not that well, bad. Not bad. Yeah. <laughs> <Almost> <laughs> that yeah. Under yeah. <laughs> wow. yeah. Yeah. And it
0: so bad. what, what was your fatigue like this time? Like, would you, how much would you sleep uh, in between and yeah. I mean, were you kind of always worried about getting the time you wanted? And
2: yeah. So that's uh, the tricky thing. The, um, the guys, the guy, so David Ayala in particular, who just, mm-hmm. He just got the new FKT. I was, I was tracking him while he was doing it and he basically was giving himself three hours break in between legs. So that's, you know, that's a nap basically. Yeah.
0: yeah. And,
2: um, and I knew that if I, if I did that to myself, my pace would suffer. Right. And so I don't know. It's this tough balance between, you know, you kind of, I had an idea of how long it would take me while I was on foot and how fast I would go as long as I was, you know, sleeping a decent amount. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And, but then if you sleep less, you know, technically you could be slower, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's, it's just really hard to like, to play that game. So, um, I did end up, I was shooting for in between like four and six hours of sleep every night. There was one night that I screwed up and I set my alarm rocket wrong. And I ended up sleeping for only like an hour and a half oh yeah and that was that was rough and I you know kind of was like (laughs) I'm gonna be more careful I'm not gonna do that again Mm -hmm. but but of course in hindsight now you know it's like I wouldn't have gotten my five days if if that alarm hadn't Uh woken me up
1: yeah oh my gosh um I was gonna ask did you what did you take away from your first FKT with the California 14ers and plug into this FKT? Or did you like, was there anything that you're like, ah, I should have done differently during the 14ers that you did with this route? Those Hmm. FKT. Um, well, so
2: the first thing that pops into my head is just knowing how much doing, like, uh, you know, like, like once you get into say like 24 to 30 hour pushes it just destroys me like i it's so much harder to come back after after mm-hmm. like don't being out and pushing that long
1: mm-hmm. but i
2: knew like i i know that something in the more like you know 16 to 20 hour range i can it's almost like sustainable like i can do that you know like over and over and over again mm-hmm. okay and part of that was like in the 14ers, but then part, you know, during training also just learning that stuff. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. so that's really helpful when you're planning something like this to know like, Oh, you know, if it's like five 20 hour days, I can manage that, you know, like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Only <laughs> 20 hours. 20 hour days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that is a good, a good self-awareness piece of yeah. your, well, yeah. Yeah. When you're trying to push and and do something like this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know the the whole multi-day thing is a a different beast. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I couldn't imagine.
2: Yeah. Because I think it's just,
0: I don't, you just don't even really know before you do something like this. Um, I like, I just would be like, what, what is my mind going to do? And
2: what? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Exactly.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and um, and uh that does does help. Like once you play with it and experiment with it, you learn things like, oh, you know, I'm a whole lot better if I just put in my music and, or, you know, or the, or this time I, I, I did coffee. I usually don't use caffeine, but I used I put in, you know, I, I drank some caffeine at nine o'clock, knowing that I was going to have to go until 3 a.m., and, and it was like, it was just magic between my music and my caffeine. I was, and, and knowing that I was going to have to go till 3 a.m., I just like, you know, just did it. Yeah. 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 So like, um, the mental tricks, you know, like one is just being prepared for like, I feel, I find if you are expecting to go until 3 a.m., mm-hmm. it's completely different than, you know, like epicing and thinking that you're going to be done at midnight and then you end up being done at 3 a.m. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Those like, ne- even what you said about you were expecting to be done, um, an hour before that. And then you got that message, but that hour feels like it takes forever because it's just, yeah. You it's insane. To be done. You're like, I should have yeah. been done 30 minutes yeah. ago. I should have been done 45 minutes ago or whatever. I know,
2: I'm sure I'm sure you all have
1: had that experience
2: where you're like you're in the last mile and I swear it feels like the last mile is like 5. Like yeah. Why, yeah. why can't
0: <laughs> like like the whole time you just ran it like it is doubled in that last mile. Yes, <laughs> yes. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: so and, Oh, go ahead. Uh, as, um you talked a lot about like protecting your mental space. So, yeah. what was your headspace like for most of this? Yeah,
2: yeah. So, um, okay. So, there's a few like I don't know, like mantras or um, I don't know practices that I do that really help. And one of them is actually a, a one that I have, have learned since the 14ers that I just I just embraced it. It's so awesome. I love it. That mm-hmm. um, it's you. You tell yourself, do now. Right. Which means forget about, you know, an hour ago, if you think you screwed up and you're, you know, upset that you screwed up an hour ago, just forget about that and just focus on now and what you're doing now and do now as best as you can. And that's just amazing. Like, if you can manage to convince yourself of that, it's like a reset button and you're, you know, fresh again, right? Yeah. And yes. um Yeah, and... The other thing is really focusing on the breath. So I have a, um, a girlfriend turned me on to this three, two breathing, um, technique where you do three steps inhale, two steps exhale. Oh, yeah. And it becomes like a meditation and it also ensures that you are, um, you're staying calm mm-hmm. and, um, I don't know. So it becomes like, this relaxing, moving meditation. And so, yeah, that's a really good way for me to, like you said, protect my headspace. Like if I'm, if your brain is just spinning and you're not paying attention to what you're doing and you realize like, oh, I haven't been paying attention to the breath. And then suddenly, you know, you're back in it and you're, you're mindful of what's going on in your body, whether you're tired or hungry or thirsty. And it just, I don't know, that helps so much as well. And then maybe the third one is I'm just constantly evaluating, like, you know, um, am I going fast enough right now? Can I be going a little bit faster? Or, you know, um, there's also postural things that I've learned, like... um, you know that like prevent injury like for example leaning your torso a little bit forward women tend to to lean back a little bit and then that makes you use your quads too much and then it leads to Mm. knee injury Mm -hmm. and so there's like all of these sort of postural things that I have learned that um that I kind of check in and um so it's like a yeah there's kind of like the breathing and then the mental and the physical there's like these all of these check-ins that I do
1: did you just learn about the posture stuff yourself or did you go to someone and kind of go through your, um, cadence and.
2: Yeah. Uh, it started with an injury. Okay. And, um, and then that led to like a gait analysis and, you know, yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) You knew what I meant.
2: Yes. Which I, I highly recommend if, if like, almost everyone tends to suffer from an injury at some point mm-hmm. and, and that may or may not lead to them getting a gait analysis, but I would recommend it for even people who have never been injured before because mm-hmm. it can, it can prevent injury. It, it leads to, you know, like just more durability and better economy and, you know, just making everything easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes.
0: Our, our, um the local Running store that I um, work at um, here and there. Uh, Foot Zone. They do a good form running clinic. Uh, oh my gosh. Well, re- very regularly, at least once a month, maybe once every couple weeks, just because it's so important.
2: Yeah, it is. It's really important. And the other thing that it took me a while to figure out is strength training. It's 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 a fallacy that just Doing what you're trying to do is going to make you strong enough. And that's all, you know, like, like, oh, I plan on running, on running. So I'm just going to run. That's how I'm going to train. And strength, I've just realized that strength training is so important. Mm -hmm. And just running alone.
1: (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) Like you talked about when all you want to do is run, you don't want to do anything else.
0: Like,
1: yeah, when you're training for is running. All I want to do is go for a run. Right. Yeah. It feels good to be
0: strong, though. That's for sure. But
1: yeah. Yeah. That's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love strength training and I've just gone down. Yeah. So I need to get back into it. I know it's important.
2: Yeah. It's yeah. It's easy to let it slip.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I totally feel. you. hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah
2: yeah and so,
0: I mean, how was the training um while being a mom and doing this while so your husband was home with Tyler, right yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. and so um, you know the the coronavirus hit, so um, we didn't have daycare for a while mm-hmm. um, and so even more so than before, you know, like last summer, I could pretty much count on always having you know, at least two daycare days to try to get in long runs without, um, putting load on my husband because Mm -hmm. he's, he's just, you know, he's trying to work and, um, but then also have some free time to himself. So that was the way that we found the balance last year was like, you know, just a couple of daycare days allowed me to like get some long runs in. And so for a while that was not an option at all because of the coronavirus and you know all of daycare's shut down and everything so the stroller runs I actually managed to figure out how to get like like even eight miles in with my son in the stroller which um was a huge deal like it was almost like I almost felt like I didn't need any more running you know just like you know you do like a couple you know like two or three days of eight mile runs with and you're just like okay you know that's 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 pretty good especially <laughs>
1: in a stroller yeah, well, yeah. A three-year-old yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so what yeah. Tips did you? what how did you get him to go for eight miles
2: yeah so the the thing that has been working out really well is we generally start around snack time and so when you know and and luckily my son eats like, like mm-hmm. he likes food so <laughs> so um when it's snack time he sits in in the stroller and you know he ends up eating for like 45 30 or 45 minutes you know checking out the birds eating his snack and then at some point he needs a break and so you know i'm, I'm carrying the bike and then so he rides his bike for a little bit and then jumps back in the stroller when he gets ready for lunch. And then we run through lunchtime. Okay. So yeah, so it's like a, it ends up being a two phase thing, but it's pretty awesome because, you know, I'm even walking or even sometimes running when he's riding his bike. Mm-hmm. And then I'm definitely for sure running, you know, when he's eating in the stroller. So, um, that's, that's how it ended like, you know, It wasn't always eight miles, but we could usually get in like eight miles and love it. Yeah, Yeah. that's great. Yeah, (laughs) I know. And that's like a
0: solid amount of just just like for weekday mileage. That's
2: right. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so then my husband would give me like a morning on a weekend to get a Mm -hmm. long run in. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of like that was the. That was the system, the coronavirus system this time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you be, well, it worked.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah. question, you had said um, that your family and your husband, you needed you needed some time to recover from your last FKT attempt. Uh, just yeah, because, you know, yeah. it's so in depth and involved and there's sacrifices being made everywhere by everybody. Um, do you feel like there was
2: enough time between the two? Yeah. Yeah. Thankfully. And also, um, I didn't need training was not as intense yeah. this time around. And that was uh, in, intentional to not. Cause friction with my husband, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, he was basically after last year, he was just like, "You can't ever do that again." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, and I got it. I mean, we were, you know, we were fighting, and it just, you know, I
1: didn't want to do that again. So. Yeah. um, Yeah. It is. (laughs) Yeah, it stresses out everybody. I mean, it's it's a it's a long time to be training, and it. I'm sure it's hard on you because you're leaving your family and to train. And it's hard on them because they're taking care of the kids and, but yeah. Well, mm-hmm. and, and so, you know, and I'm sure you guys, I
2: mean, yeah, this, I mean, I know Steph, your husband also runs and so you guys kind of like just take turns. So his
1: husband runs. Yeah. Oh, it's, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Yeah, One of us. <laughs>
2: <Yes>. Yeah. It <laughs> doesn't matter which one. No. Um, yeah, so you guys can just, you basically just take turns, you know, mm-hmm. training and doing your thing and the focus being on one of you. And, um, and that's kind of just what we needed was to, I needed to sort of like, you know, let my husband do his trips and for a while and, you know, like basically anything he asked, it was like, yes, yes, honey, yes, you know. <laughs> Like, yes, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. yes, you can do that. Go. You can do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He got to refill himself and then. Right. Exactly. And then, yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So how was or what were your feelings at the end? And what time did you finish? What time of day?
2: Yeah. So it was 340. Is it? something right around 340 AM, something like that. Yeah. And you know, the crazy thing was just like the, the, the chemicals that were going on in my head. I, I was so just like fired up. I was, (laughs) I, you you know, I, um, I got back to the car and I had to like pace the parking lot because I was just (gasps) so, you know, like why stop, you know, I was so wired. Yeah. And yeah. I was, I had some of the most, the craziest highs that I've ever experienced during mm. this FKT, just the chemicals, the rush, the, it was insane. The sort of the, the, I have, I think I mentioned to you guys before um, I have dug into flow states and um And they've done research into flow states and figured out exactly, like, what chemicals happen to create flow states, but then also what the situation is to create these flow states, which is basically like, you know, runner's high is a form Mm -hmm. of a flow state. And it's just, I mean, it's so true. Like, when you get these intense chemical cocktails going on in your head, it's just, it's insane. It's unbelievable. It's bizarre.
1: (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. Did so, you hallucinate at all?
2: Sorry. So No, no. So I did not hallucinate this time, which I think was um like I was managing my sleep a little bit more, both in terms of the duration, but then also what time of day I was sleeping. Like, mm-hmm. you know, your body does so much better if you sleep kind of like at night during the hours, you know, between like 11 and 3 or whatever. <laughs> so I think that helped a lot um the only thing that i did like i was really exhausted at one point and my eyes were kind of just like drifting and i couldn't focus but i wasn't ever at the point of hallucination which okay. maybe some maybe some would argue that i wasn't pushing myself hard enough like i was just way too happy at the end oh <laughs> yeah you awesome. had too much left in the tank you <laughs> right
1: exactly gone, gone the other way too <laughs> yeah too lazy butt
0: <laughs> oh no no, and so, okay, tell us about, uh, the, the high points, the, yeah. the feeling really good times and, and maybe like your favorite sections of, of the trail.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, well, <laughs> some of my favorite sections of the trail are prob, well, okay, so there's a particularly scenic area and it's, um, it's called like the bear lakes basin and all of the, the the names of the lakes are named after bears or like, like white bear Lake and you know, brown bear Lake and you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's just, so you saw some of the, you saw at least one of the pictures from this area on my, on my Strava. Mm -hmm. I mean, just like lakes with uh, God, how can you even explain it? They're like, they're like infinity pools going off of a cliff with mountains and, yeah, reflections of the mountains and the lakes and, you know, surrounded by sandy beaches and grassy meadows and oh <laughs> just gosh. like the sort of thing that you, you know, like maybe if you were a bil- a billionaire and you, know, you had this amazing landscaper and even they probably couldn't come up with this stuff, you know? Yeah, <laughs> it's, totally. It's <laughs> like the true... Yeah magic of nature and yeah, yes, wildflowers and birds chirping and yeah, all that stuff. So
0: You're like, can I just build a cabin right here? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. Every day. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And that is one downside of, of trying to go fast is like, you can't just, for example, throw off your clothes and skinny dip in the lake and enjoy an afternoon in the sunshine, you know?
0: right <laughs> yeah yeah. <Just> keep going. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
2: yeah yeah but then um the other just there were a couple of very distinct moments of intense like just runners high or whatever flow state you might want to call it that made those moments particularly you know fun and memorable mm-hmm. yeah, for sure
0: <laughs> were they yeah. like downhill running
2: well, so that's the crazy thing is usually these, this happens to me downhill running, but there was one in particular, the last really big climb at, in, you know, in the middle of the night and I'm in the middle, I'm, my brain is blitzing. I'm just like, it's unbelievable. I'm, I'm, I've never, ever experienced that on a climb before. Mm, just, yeah. just full of energy and just stoked on life and fill just all sorts of crazy stuff yeah
1: that's awesome <laughs> I love it what what day was that like how far well, were you?
2: so that was my very last like the very last push up you know like so like this is happening at like midnight I think I got to the top of this climb at midnight and um and then from there on it was essentially downhill from there yeah oh, wow that is so
0: cool and Good. how, is, how many, yeah how many peaks are there I mean do you This route, how, are there, are there, do you summit a lot of peaks? No,
2: no. So you, that's, so, so you can, if you do the route, like, like you're, you're going over high passes, basically right next to peaks. So if you, if you want to do it as like a more of like a mountaineering thing, then yeah, you, you climb up the pass and then you go tag a peak Mm. and then you continue on. Um, and I wasn't doing any peaks just for the, you know, just for the speed sake. Yeah. So, but, so, but basically, I mean, you're going over passes and the passes are essentially like little mountains. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm at, you know, 12,000 feet, 11,000 feet. Um, you know, most of the time I'm above, above 8,000 feet. Mm -hmm. And, and I can't even, I mean, I did so many passes every day. I can't even keep, I can't even tell you it. I have to just go back and like, and count them. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I don't know, 10 passes a day, some, like some, maybe oh, something wow. like that. At least for sure, at least five passes a day. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And I'm wondering, um, for the,
0: the sections that weren't on trail, were you using CalTopo to navigate?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So the, um, the, <laughs> In advance, the amount of studying that I did was like—I mean, you can imagine. Like, I'm—you know—I'm an engineer, and my husband is—is is the Caltopo guy. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I spent a ton of time looking in detail at every inch of the route to try to figure out, you know, even down to like, you know, plus or minus 30 feet. Should I go, you know, this way or that way? Mm-hmm. Um, And it's, and it's things like, you know, um, scree goalies, you're going to be faster on the descent if you're in a scree goalie than if you have to climb over slabs, you know, and that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. So trying to like piece together the really easy terrain and avoiding cliffs, but then also the most direct line from A to B, Mm -hmm. you know, just that part is, is really fun. It just
1: like, it uh, works with your mind.
2: Yeah. It does. <laughs> really
1: does. It compliments you. Yes, <laughs> for, <yes. laughs> how long yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah. So I was doing that. I mean, I was doing that literally for months. I can't even tell you how many hours I spent doing that. I, um, yeah, in, in an insane amount of time for sure, you know, longer than I spent doing the FKT, probably five times longer than I spent doing the wow. FKT, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you stay excited about something for so
0: long? You know, I I think I'm a person that kind of bounces like, you know, you're really excited and on fire one day, and then the next you're like, ugh, like just tired, or you know, how do you do that?
2: Yeah, I know what you're I totally get it. And so there it would come in spurts like, like I may not. You know, I might, may, like go weeks without thinking about the, the route at all. But then other times, like, I'm obsessed and, like, every night after my son goes to bed, I need to do, like, an hour worth of, you know, research or something. Um, but then the other thing that really helped is, like, like, um, so I did, let's see, four recon trips. Yeah. I did four recon trips this summer, just trying to check out different parts of the route. Two of them were with a girlfriend. And so that was fun to like, you know, they were just trips to do with a girlfriend mm-hmm. Um and I don't know. There was just a lot of excitement with like friends and, um and just, you know, the nature of it being an FKT, it's this really big goal. And, and then, but then also that's kind of, I have found that that is what drives me is like, it's an excuse to be better and pursue, you know, like, incremental improvements, whether that be mentally or physically, you know, just getting better with food or, you know, whatever. I find it to be very, um, inspiring Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. on a lot of different levels.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you are such a learner. I mean, you you learned a lot about yourself through this, through each FKT experience and...
2: Right? yeah but then yeah but then, like we were talking about books, right you know, like like there's this amazing path that you end up taking like you you know you talk to one girlfriend and there's this wonderful book, and you like you know learn so much about that book, and then that leads you on to another book, and yeah mhm, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah,
1: <sighs> wow. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> When, when you, so we were talking in the beginning that you were so close to getting into five days. So when you were pacing, because you're on such a high, there was no one around you, right? It was just you when you no, finished? No, yeah, yeah, it was just me. For, yeah. And that's how it was last time too, wasn't it?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, 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 yeah. So, well, this time when I got to my car, my support crew, he was actually there awake. Oh, good. And so, yeah, so he, um I was, he was able to make my dinner and just allow me to like, just, you know, download, you know, and like talk about what an amazing, crazy experience that was. Yeah. And yeah, that was really nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so did that make the finish uh feel a little bit more? Uh, like you would think, like celebratory, would be, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah of exactly. kind of sad. I don't know. Or <laughs> yeah, what have your emotions
2: been like? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. And how have you been feeling? When did you finish? What day? So
2: that was the you know 3 a.m. on the 24th. Okay, right? That's only yeah, three days ago.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. Four days when this podcast comes out, but yeah. So how I basically, are you? decompressing
2: mm-hmm. yeah um it's a really interesting process but it's um uh I mean part of it is you know like anytime you go on like a week-long vacation just coming home feels so bizarre when you you know whatever you just spent like a week in Hawaii and it's warm and sunny and suddenly you're you know just back home in blah land or something mm-hmm. and <laughs> Um, so just right. There's the differences, but then also, um, yeah, it is, it's, it is just a really bizarre contrast between the, like so much focus on the physicality and, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's really hard to explain. It's almost like a strange time warp or something, but, um, Yeah, but I still, yeah, you know, I'm, I mean, I feel great. (laughs) I still feel amazing.
1: Yeah, (gasps) Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm sure it's hard because you put in all of this energy for something and then you're done. And not like you're saying like now what, but
2: yeah, kind of
1: a little bit maybe. Well,
2: you know what? Like like talking to you guys, for example, is a great way to um, I don't know, just start like thinking about what's going on in your head and what your memories were and processing it kind of like the same way as, you know, I haven't been able to start the trip report yet, but of course I'm going to, you know, I'm going to write a trip report. And that's a great, another great way to like, you know, um, to like just transition back into regular life, but then also to to think about what you just did in your experience. So
1: yeah,
2: yeah it's great to talk to you guys about it because it,
1: yeah we've loved having you.
2: Oh
0: yeah. I love hearing about this stuff. And I mean, just again, and, and you got, you got a woman time on the FKT website. I mean, like that is so great. You did it fast. I mean, smoking fast and Mm -hmm. just under five days. And yeah, yeah. It's huge. Exactly. It's huge. And I love your perspective on just what an FKT can be and how it, you know, it's just about kind of getting better, getting better over a route yourself. And, and just because, I mean, it has turned into the year of FKTs. Yeah.
1: So, it, for, yeah sure.
0: <laughs> for sure. Yeah. It's, yeah. Kind of, it's really interesting talking to you and just hearing about what it's actually like to do one. Cause a lot of people are doing them these days. Yeah.
2: Well, and not all of them are, you know, such an endeavor. Like right. there's, there's plenty that that, you know, like, I don't know. I I fully support people n- like n- not being as intimidated by FKTs. There's a lot out there that you can do that isn't as competitive,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
2: or as long, or you know, as much of a commitment. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think that's really fun. Is it it the the fkt world offers a lot of variety and
1: opportunities for people yeah Mm -hmm. i was just talking to nikki there's (laughs) one in mankato by us and it's what i say 35 or 39 miles and it took him eight hours it was a meal and i'm like i could do that faster than eight hours (laughs) that's (laughs) how it starts Uh do it go for it (laughs) i i agree
0: i mean just do it steph and then you know, I mean, it, it kind of spotlights new places in the world too, where, and then it gets other people trying to sh- see what they can do. And it's yeah. kind of a contagious little
1: thing, <laughs> yeah. Yes. but it has been so great talking to you. I said it last time and I'll say it again, that you are such an inspiration <laughs> for all women, especially moms that they can do hard things when they put their mind to it and we can, and women can do everything, anything.
2: Mm-hmm, and we're yeah. not
1: small men. Exactly. <laughs> True. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Anyway, it was, it was awesome, Renee. I just, I feel like you're just a friend and it's just such a, it's just so fun having conversations with you. Yeah. So thank you for giving us your yeah, time again,
1: again. Yeah. <laughs> Thank yeah. you.
2: I know. Well, thanks for, for just all the work you're doing on the podcast and everything. It's, yeah. Thank you.
1: Yeah. <sighs> Congrats again on your
0: FKT. <laughs> yes. Yeah. In recovery, I hope it, it goes well and um we can't wait to see what you do next. <laughs>
2: yes. Yeah, thank you.
0: We love Renee! We do love Renee! <laughs> um, yeah, it was so fun having her back on.
1: It was. So, our first repeat guest, which was so fun talking to her again,
0: mm-hmm. and I
1: felt like we just, like, got right into it, and we were so excited to, like, connect again, and yeah. especially felt like this FKT, it was just, it was so fun.
0: Yeah. Yes, and I think it's amazing that she got this FKT, and it's just been really an inspiring time to be a runner in the world, actually. I mean, we all had everything canceled, of course, for 2020, but it's like new, new, you know. People are
1: rocking it. Yeah, they are. Even without, like, actual races, like, they're going out and doing hard things, like Renee. Yeah, very
0: hard things. Yes. So – Pretty fun. Um yeah, I just I have recently been thinking about like this multi day stuff. Uh Chase just wrote an article on Camille Heron who is doing she's trying to do six hundred miles in six days. Insane at yeah, at this multi day race in Hungary. And I just I'm like, wow, wow, I wow. You know, and that that is like
1: where Gosh, I mean that—that's 100 miles a day. Without I know. people, you know, rest. People think like it's funny when you talk to non-ultra runners or even runners. Like I was talking to someone about the 50k I have coming up, and they're like, "And you're gonna do that in one day?" And I'm like, "Well, it's only 30 miles, <laughs> so you go basically walk it, and mm-hmm. it'd be done in a day." <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and but here she is doing 100 miles, and not just once, but six times. Right. And even Renee, I mean, under five days, she got almost, it was almost 200, 195 miles, I think. Yep. I think technically it's 195. Which is just, and most of it, half of it wasn't even on a trail. I know. That would be the part that would get me. Like, Uh,
0: that would be really hard for me.
1: Yeah. Uh, So. Yeah. I wish we would have talked a little more about navig. Well, we did talk a little bit about navigation that um, Cal Topo. Yes,
0: which her husband created, which is amazing. That Um, is amazing. mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. I know. That's something that I'm not anywhere. Like, I run on roads and very clear paths. So it's something so foreign to me. Right. You don't,
0: you're getting lost is not your first and foremost thought of your daily run. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. Well, anyway, so if you guys enjoyed this conversation, which I'm hoping you did. Mm-hmm. Um, you can subscribe to this podcast, rate, review, share it with your mom tribe, uh, with anybody that needs to be inspired about just kind of pushing your body to see what it can do. And, oh. and you can also subscribe to treeline journals, newsletter, which is found on treelinejournal.com. That's, you'll get a one email a week and it'll have the latest uh, podcast episode, um, links and show notes
1: and a write up
0: about it. So you can stay in the loop there.
1: And if you want to email us, you can email us at runhardmomhard at gmail.com. You can leave us questions or comments or tell us someone that we should be getting in touch with. We'd love. Mm-hmm. To talk with mamas. I mean, obviously, Mm -hmm. that's what we do. But we want to find someone that that we don't know about. Mm -hmm. Um, Or you can leave us a voice message using the Anchor link in the show notes below. Mm -hmm. We'd love to hear from you. We would. All right. Go run
0: Run. hard, bump hard. bump hard. Pickles.
1: Everywhere here is out of pickles. It's my turn.
0: Um, well, no. Go blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> High road, route, Root. Route. Route. Route or root?
1: Route. They're, they're fine and normal, but then they all of a sudden turn on you and it sounds yeah. really weird. You okay. seem on top of it. <laughs> One time when I was pregnant with Joanna, I could not spell two. Like the number two. Okay, perfect. <laughs> How are you guys doing?
0: I activate. They're so happy.
1: This is my sister. Uh, yeah, my sister.